0: Welcome to a wild day at the Australian Open. Day seven on No Challenges Remaining, where both number one seeds, uh, Angelique Kerber and Andy Murray both lost. Andy Murray's loss was shocking to Misha Zverev, and, and G. Kerber's loss was less shocking to Coco Vandeweghe. But we'll talk about them both. And to start, we'll have two halves to this show. Basically, the first half will be with Petra Philipson, who's a freelance reporter from Germany talking about things from a Misha Zverev perspective and a German tennis perspective. And then we'll be joined by two guests in the second half uh, to represent the Grand Slam of Asia-Pacific. Aki Uchida from Japan and Matt Trilope from Australia. So we'll sort of recast and reset the tournament from there and update our picks on the way to go. Courtney is out sick today, but we'll get her back on the show soon. Hope she's feeling better. And yeah, here goes the show. Welcome, Petra. Guten Tag. Very excited to be joined at last on NCR by Petra Philipson, who is a freelance tennis writer from Germany. Guten Abend.
1: Guten Abend.
0: (laughs) You just today had Misha Zverev beat Andy Murray in the fourth round of the Australian Open. I did not see this coming at all. Did you?
1: Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, no. Uh, We all wished him to do well, but uh, no, actually not, because uh, his game... His surf and volley style usually suits Andy's style so yeah. well. So we were just. Yeah, afraid that he would be losing like zero six zero six, and he we would were, be he would be blown out of the of the stadium. But.
0: You, you were in hollow with me, right, when he lost. Oh, 0 to Federer. Oh, yeah. It was. Like, it was took it, the match took thirty nine minutes. It yeah, was the it most was lopsided match yeah. on ATP I've ever seen by and, far.
1: And even Federer felt sorry for him on court, and yeah. he even wanted him to give him at least one game that he could feel better about it. It was like because it's, it's so tough because Misha is really the nicest guy really is, on yeah. tour. He's so sweet and he's so so fun to to talk to, and it it was like everybody wished him to do well, but we couldn't see it, we, we yeah. just didn't see it coming. I mean, this is all the surprise that he's even made it to the third and to the fourth round. Yeah. I mean, the, the Isna match was so close. I mean, he was so tough there. I mean, Jaziri was, of course. I he thought he'd could be, have, Gis- I wasn't he surprised he'd be. He Gisari. could beat him, yes. Yeah. But this one, uh, this was incredible, I yeah. mean.
0: So just I guess talk some background on, on Misha Zverev because he was a good junior. He was saying he I mean yeah. he played uh, Andy Murray in the semifinals of the Junior U.S. Open in two thousand four. So he's been around for a while yeah. as a name people know, uh, but he's had a lot of injury issues, obviously in more recent years after being top fifty uh, yeah. early in his career. So I guess just ta- yeah. I guess talk about that sort of up and down. Yeah, the thing is like is I don't think a lot in, of people know a lot of background on. Yeah, him.
1: sure, sure. Um, I think most of the people now now Sasha now uh, his his younger brother, but he was kind of always sitting in the box, but no, nobody really realized that he was still playing. Yeah, <laughs> I just he thought he was sort of coaching now. Yeah, yeah that was that was weird. But um, no, the thing is like back in uh, two thousand seven, eight, nine, he was really one of the upcoming players. Like when Tommy Haas and Nicola Kiefer and Rainer Schüttler were still playing and they were in the Davis Cup team and he was coming up and he was like one of the, yeah, of, of, the, of the young ones. You think like he maybe could could uh, uh, go into that group and, and be really a real good, the, like the next uh, uh, player. Yeah. And then like around 2009, he had his first uh, Davis Cup debut against uh, Spain, the quarterfinals, they played in Marbella. And that was like a very tough one for him because uh, uh, Misha is a real sensitive guy. And it was like kind of all the whole situation, I think, got to him. And he was like nearly he was top 50 to that at at that point. And from then on, it all went a bit down. Hmm. And I think it's yeah, he talked about it, that all his all the stuff that uh, that goes on in his private life and relationships and everything that went uh, bad that all had an influence also on him. So you could see like everything that happened on court and off court that had an influence. And then he was playing bad, bad, bad. And then he was playing like, yeah, in, in, in the lower ranked in the lower tournaments. and he had personal issues and, and stuff. And it was like, he's, he's a type of guy who's really, if he feels sad or if he feels yeah, not really comfortable it yeah. So and then he had injuries, injuries and oh it was it, it was so bad because he had all the, the bad injuries you can imagine. Yeah. Like from from hip to back to the wrist injury was the last one, it was really bad. That was really that that took a while and we all thought like, Oh god, this is this End of
0: is, his career, this, yeah. this
1: could be it. I mean yeah, we we didn't see it really coming. But he talked about it, he said like OK, this was like the period in my time I really wanted to experience everything to grow as a person, and I don't want to make the the uh, the experiences when I'm 35. So yeah. he basically uh, he wasn't drinking and partying. That's that's okay. not what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But like on the personal side, with all the, the experiences he made with relationships and everything, he talked he didn't go into any he details. Sounds very I know open a bit about, about this, though. But he's, yeah, he's about I, this at I all. know a bit about it, but he didn't really go into details. Yeah. But it was a bit like, like girlfriend's yeah. cheating on him and everything. So it was a bit bad at that age he was and and everything. So, but it was like it, it's now ten years and he had all these up and downs. Like because if you're when, when you're like down in the ranking, 300, 500, wherever, it's so tough to come back. And of course he was working with uh, with Sasha and everything, yeah. so he was still around. But it was tough for him to get back. And then this wrist injury was really serious. And after that, he he just uh, said in price, okay, Sasha always told me, you're gonna make it back. I believe in you, and 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 this positive- uh, It seems to have really worked, but I'm surprised
0: because I'm more cynical than that. I I did a story on Sasha last year at Indian Wells, and I interviewed Misha on the phone about Sasha. And he was saying something like, yeah, no, now that Sasha's, you know, coming back, like, I'm convinced I can be back in top 50, too. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, because yeah. he had been out for so long and yes. hadn't shown any real signs of doing it. Yes. And then more or less, it just seemed to work. I mean, like, I don't know if it's, and he credits Sasha's influence, and I talked to the mother today, yeah. Irina, she she says yeah. the same sort of thing, like, Sasha, Sasha inspired him to get back, yeah, and it really totally. does seem to be a, a package deal, and now... Kind of interesting. It's obviously just this one quarterfinal, but Sasha hasn't made a quarterfinal of a slam yet, That's and it. not even a fourth, not even a fourth round yet, right? No. So it reminds me a little <laughs> bit of the nineteen ninety nine U.S. Open when Serena won before mm-hmm. before Venus, and that was not supposed to happen. Yeah. and it was sort of going out of order. It's obviously different because Misha yeah. is ten years older and probably I overdue, know. but it still feels like yeah. an upsetting of the order. And I just and it seemed like Sasha, yeah. Sasha wasn't uh, very emo- didn't show a lot of emotion during the win over Murray. But by the end, he was happy, which was good to see because I, I, everyone should remember anyone around at that time should remember Venus in the the gray hood, looking very sad as Serena won the the. the uh, <laughs> The U.S. With him for the first time. It was yeah, iconic. He
1: said it on court. It was like, okay, uh, yes, I made it first to the to the uh, quarters, but uh, uh, he's he's still uh, in front of me in the ranking. So yeah. at home he has to go uh, go first through the door. So yeah, everything's yeah. still in order. But now they have like this this really daily competition in everything. But it's like just, who yeah. eats more, who can uh, wait more lift, uh, who can lift more weight, and everything. I assume so Sasha can't really...
0: eat more. He's a twig. <laughs>
1: No idea.
0: Because they don't look, I that's think, the thing, they don't look much like. Their bodies are totally they, different. The thing
1: is, like they, their
0: games are completely they, and different. And their
1: characters are completely yeah. different. Sasha,
0: so. Misha is a great talker, impressed. I think everyone's yes. been impressed with him. Yes. Uh, actually, we'll put in a clip of him right here. How long is it that they committed to no, 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 sorry, that much net rushing? When you can get you know, passing shots from him whizzing by you, you have to stay sort of focused on it.
2: Well, it was somewhat okay because I knew there was no plan B, really. Like, I, I can't, you know, stay on the baseline or, like, a couple of feet behind the baseline and try to out rally him. He's, he's, very, he's very strong physically and he has a good baseline game. So I knew, like, I had to come in. That was my only chance to win. So, yeah, honestly, there was no plan B for me. So that's, what, that's, that's all I could do. I don't see
0: guys playing like that, that much, especially this deep into a slam. So I guess how do you think it can be something that can work for more guys or is it just something that you think you're sort of uniquely Um, able
2: to pull off? I always say like it it takes longer to develop like a certain volley game because I mean eventually you're going to get passed a lot especially when you're younger and you play the top guys you're going to (sighs) like like what happened to me two weeks ago in Brisbane against Rafa he killed me one and one and I really felt like I had no chance so I feel like if, if you're younger and you experience something like that on a court, you get discouraged quite easily, and then you change to okay, let's let's stay on the baseline, try to like, um, you know, at least get get somewhat of a rhythm going. And um, I feel like it's it's a very different mindset you need to have as a serving volley. You need to go to the net and maybe get past for two sets. Like what happened to his? And like I lost two sets, and I I was still like trying to stick to the same game plan. And then it, it kind of changes in, in the end. And if it doesn't, then you just walk off the court. You shake hands. You say, "Okay, well, then you passed me too well."
0: But Sasha like doesn't yeah. seem to enjoy that process too much. Sasha seems to have a little. I think maybe it's more about more success coming early for Sasha. He has a little bit more of an yeah. ego. I think it's fair to say, and he seems a little bit easily bored with like repetitive questions. He'll say, "Like yeah. I already answered that once. Like yeah. I already answered yeah. that a, a million times." And it's, it's like you're you're 19. If you're already sick of getting the same questions at 19, you are in for a terrible unpleasant career. Yeah.
1: Yes, <laughs> I have to agree because he's even worse in the German press. But the thing is, like, even when when uh, um, Misha was playing here 10 years ago in in the third round and uh, Sasha Sach- and, and was nine years old, he was always talking about him. And ev- even at that time, everybody knew, okay, there is a talent coming up and Sasha is the even more talented yeah. player in the family. So even from that age, like even 10 years ago, remember, everybody in Germany was always talking, ah, Swerif, Swerif is coming. So he was always like in the spotlight when he grew up. So he, he handles it pretty well. If you compare it, for instance, to Thomas, sure. like the character. And, and even he's, he's so friendly with, with Kiergeos and I hope he's not really picking up all his, his habits because yeah. his Swerif's uh, uh, parents are the, really great, nice they're and they're great. really great. But this is like really, we all think like maybe, okay, it's the age. He's 19, but he's really, this is a critical point now because uh, he has sometimes, the answers that he's given to the press, it's, it's uh, offensive in a, in a way. And the, the press, you know, doesn't really like that. So yeah. it's, it's strange that he's having so many problems, but maybe it's also a matter of management, this I just, have to say. Just
0: while we have you here... Just talk about German tennis in general. Men, start men, just men specifically. <gasps> without, without, well, I guess this is the, both Zverev's are doing very well now. I have to give some hope. But without the Zverev's, what is there? On the men's side? Like, yeah, Kohl is Kohlschreiber still around? <laughs> Tommy Haas is still <laughs> that playing? That is a good
1: question. Is he still around? Kohlschreiber, I think he was here. <laughs> yes, he was I here. I think he was here. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen much of him, but yes, yeah. he was here. Yeah, that was the problem. The past, like, three, four years, five years at least, we had, a, we had this gap of OK, Tommy is is uh, injured and out and whatever. And there was no player. Everybody kept waiting for Swarov because 16, 17. He was he was already uh, in perspective, but he wasn't ready for for being on tour. So yeah. there was this gap. You had you had Florian Meyer was a good player. And Schreiber was, of course, a, a good player. I have to say, do you hear me? I said it. Um, <laughs> difficult with the press, so that's that's also the thing, but uh, you had this group of, of people like uh, in comparison to the, the era of, of Haas and Kiefer and Schüttler, not yeah, as good as they have guys, been, yeah. so and and always uh, the the people in Germany always complained about Haas, Kiefer, and Schüttler not being as good as Becker. And exactly, Stick. and you guys so, you guys had and now Becker, you got you guys like had, two steps behind. You guys had
0: Becker, Stick, and Steffi. Yes. So I mean, you had a very good yeah. generation there for if sure. If you if
1: you see at the 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 stuff that that uh, Tommy played the past years when he came back, I think the people then realized, wow, he's really good, and we always we we didn't give him too much uh, enough credit for that. So. Um, but in- there was there was a gap. You could see it in the Davis Cup teams. Everybody was just waiting for Sverre. So it's great that Misha is back yeah. because the others are really like thirty plus, and the others like Struff, like um, Kamke, like Davis. <laughs> another story, but <laughs> you always had like guys who are not really um, yeah. constantly in the top fifty or even higher. This so- so, the
0: so my experience with German tennis really almost all comes from being at Halle. I've been there yeah. three times. Uh, and Federer is obviously the king of that that tournament. Yes. I'm just wondering how much – and Federer, as we record this, is into the quarterfinals now, beat Nishikori in five. How much do German fans try to pretend Federer is their own? Like, I mean, he's, he's a native German speaker. So even though it's Swiss-German, yeah. it's still, I would think, you know very tempting. And the world adopts Federer. But I feel like Germany – not that Germany doesn't like to claim other nearby <laughs> European countries in problematic ways Thank you. in their history. But how much, I don't know what you're talking not about. Not Switzerland, though. Switzerland was neutral. But, uh, but yeah, how, how, uh, how, what's, yep. the, what's the German relationship to Federer? Is it different, you think, than the rest of the world? Because he is a German speaker. <laughs>
1: Of course of course that makes an influence that he is uh, german-speaking but i think like the way he is is really something that the the german people also like yeah. and love and so the same as everybody
0: else yeah of
1: course because he's so he he's he's uh, born so close to the to the german border everybody thought like oh please why not so 20 kilometers more north and it that, would that be close, that close that uh, close basel is really is really yeah, close is, i yeah. think maybe 50 kilometers it's not it's not really uh, far but um yeah, of course we we try to adopt him, and it's always like in the tournaments uh, because usually the interest is is bigger, much bigger in the men's tennis in in Germany. So you can see that now with Kerber, unfortunately, yeah. of course there's interest, but it's not comparable. If if Sverev would have would have won yeah. the Grand Slam, now there would be a huge, a huge deal. If you look at here now, there are there is one journalist more than the usual bunch that's coming. So it's not like we have now forty. Be- it's a not a boom here, because so it's, it's not like it's Nishikori not, in Japan. No, and you can't compare it.
0: I guess, people. what would you say? Because people have been surprised by that, I think, just the lack of WTA tournaments in Germany because there are so many ATP yeah. events, and there have been good German players, and Stuttgart seems to be an amazing event with amazing crowds, yeah. and Berlin used to be a good WTA event. So I guess why would you, from what you know, why is WTA not making more impact? Because I know people who, every time they talk about like Madrid, which has gotten historically not great crowds for the women. Yeah. People say, "Move it to Berlin. Berlin was great. Move it back. Put the world, uh, put the year-end championships in Germany next time because they would support it because Stuttgart mm. is so great." What do you What do you think is holding back yeah. uh, WTA from succeeding more in Germany?
1: One big reason is the, the TV coverage. Mm. So there's the past years. There's just very few tournaments that are broadcasted on TV. So this is an impact. Stuttgart is in is in a successful tournament in Stuttgart and the region around it. It's not a successful uh, tournament within the whole country. So yeah. the people in the north don't really care much about what's happening in Stuttgart. So this is it's I think it's a it's a deal about the 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 women's tennis in general in Germany. Like we have this whole bunch of like, we had Kerber, Petkovic, Gurgis, Lizicki. We all, with the great potential and everybody thought like, wow, this is new generation. But they really lacked, they, they didn't try enough to, to create an image to to get more popular with the with the general fans and everything. So they- You don't did, think like
0: Petkovic crossed over? Petkovic seems to be popular. People in Germany seem people, to know her. People
1: know her, but when she was like top 10 or yeah. whatever, it's not like that the usual, Soccer fan in Germany watches tennis, or would would yeah. know uh, who who Angelique Kerber was until uh, the last week. I so it's it's a bit tough because for the past past five six years, when they were really doing great as a group, even with the Fed Cup final and everything, they didn't really. Uh, I I would say they 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 didn't do much public work they they didn't do they many interviews yeah. they they weren't like uh going to talk shows and and just be be fun and and let the people know them yeah. and that was really all the basic problem with uh, with kerber because the people didn't know her for five years she was top 10 and nobody at least a small group just know knew who yeah. she was and
0: yeah no i I, and I guess steffi was too far before that to have like a, a a good handoff, you know, yes. the transition, there was a, a big gap.
1: And the thing is to be a bit critic about Steffi is uh, she didn't do really anything about for for the next generation. She moved to Las Vegas. It's it's OK. She can she can have a private life, yeah. whatever. But I would have I would have loved to see her. I would I would say like six, seven, even ten years ago. Andrea Petkovic would have loved to have practiced with her just to get in touch with her just to get some inspiration or or what she could do better in, in practice or whatever so but now when they were like nearly at the end of 20 you don't need to practice with Steffi Graf to know that you're a good player this is she yeah. she didn't do much for the for the next generations I've, after I've heard her. Heard that, that was that I've was heard a that bit criticism
0: even from a more international perspective that Steffi doesn't come back to tournaments. and maybe you know some people say that tennis is too obsessed with the legends you know like John McEnroe is still a commentator and talking all the time and you know, he hasn't played for 23 years and everyone still sort of thinks like what he says is news when it probably shouldn't be compared yeah. to uh steffi who kind of disappeared and didn't didn't mm. like you said give back and didn't yeah. go to like the wta number one reunion they had at the 40th anniversary things like that where she yeah. just hasn't hasn't uh sort of it looks like from the outside uh ignored the the sport that gave her a lot that's true i think yeah.
1: becca tried it differently at first but it, wo- it was more like the ego thing that he wanted, like Davis Cup captain, whatever, that didn't work out. But I would have, uh, Steffi didn't have to to come to every uh, every uh, tournament or yeah. whatever. I would just have liked to see, because she's so good friend with Barbara Rittner, the Fed Cup captain. She had like this group of, of young, talented uh, players, just from time to time, just get in touch with them, talk to them. Let them just just give them some stories, some ideas so something can, they can relate to. That's the thing. And that's what I what I didn't understand why she wouldn't do that. Of course, she doesn't have to to sit in the stands every time and everything is about everything is about her. That's that's uh, that's not it. But get in touch with these players and just let them have some some of your experience. And you could see it now from Becker now that he's like really back in the business. If he's like running around Wimbledon, all the players come up, they want to hear these stories from, from from the past. Every this is this is something this is not only like talk of the of old times. This is really something she could have made an impact on on the next generations after her, and she didn't. And that's something I, I kind of blame her a bit for it. It's it's sad. It's just yeah. sad.
0: Well, you have made a great impact on generations of NCR listeners by being on the show. <laughs> Do you have any like specific German <laughs> outro song issues you? I would just go like not non love belief, but I think we used that before. So we pick some German song that a you, song. Yeah, you have to pick an outro <gasps> song to play you out. Oh God. Something is, a it, German it,
1: song. Probably, yeah. Probably. Oh <laughs> Who's
0: that who's that guy we, we saw in uh in HALA, the one with the weird Ooh. voice? What's his best... What, who is Yan he? Delay. Yeah, what And what's his best song?
1: Oh, God. Um, his best song. What? Oh, God. What's this called? Um, oh, I have to look it up. It's... it's.
0: Well, you look it up and we'll put it in here. Okay. And it'll be great. <laughs> thank you very much, guys, for listening. Thank you, Petra Philipson, for being here. You can follow her on Twitter at P. Philipson. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, it's good. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with more Australian Open coverage later... Uh, in the show we will break down this newly opened draw which is crazy anyone can win on the men's side it's like WTA it's nuts celebrate the Grand Slam of Asia Pacific. We're bringing two people from across this region. I don't know if people really believe that, that branding, but it's a great thing. I, I, I'm into it anyway. <laughs> from Australia, we have Matt Trillop. Hello, Matt. Hello. Rich- Thanks for having me again. From We're- Melbourne, too. So I feel very local. Very local. And then from further away, one person we've been waiting to have on the show for a long time, Aki Uchida, freelance tennis writer from Japan. How are you doing, Aki? And obviously, Kenny Shikori just lost today. So maybe that affects your mood. I don't know.
3: Uh, a little bit, <laughs> but uh, now maybe I can focus on uh, this tournament itself. You know, we have a lot of good players, a uh, nice story storylines. So yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, can I just
0: want to ask just for some background on you, just on because we just had talked to Petra Philipsen about Zverev and Germany things like that, and you are somebody who's on a beat where it's mostly about one player a lot of the mm-hmm. time. You mean uh, Nishikori? Yeah. Yep. So how so how much does that change when he goes out of a tournament, mm-hmm. how does that change your your workflow here and what sort of stories you write and what you have to focus on? are and are you doing all K while he's still in all Nishikori and Osaka, whoever else from Japan yeah, is in? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah of course, uh, like you know, K changed our our you know, life in uh, Tonda Grand Slams very much because yeah. You know, I used to, to cover, uh, focus on uh, like uh, Rojan or, or Novak or Rafa, these top players. But since K, maybe the, f- the first time Kay made a quarter final here in the 2012, I think uh, a lot of things have changed since then. And of course, especially after the, the US Open, which where he made a, a final yeah. 2014. Uh, 14. Yeah, since then, uh, a lot of Know, like I'm a freelancer, and yeah. uh, a lot of media's and uh, like magazines want me to write about K. So now I have to focus on the K, which is of course good, but uh, the other side, uh, sometimes I feel oh I I, I got left behind because <laughs> yeah. you know, don't get I to don't do th- things like yeah. Djokovic Murray <laughs> exactly. all that stuff yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so okay. I guess I guess so we'll keep we'll do one question on K and then we'll get to everything else okay. so. Kay loses today mm-hmm. uh, to Roger Federer, which was I think the second match that I had sort of thought would be a coin flip for Roger in a row. I thought it was a coin flip against Burdich, and he kicked Burdich's ass. And then uh, K, I I thought would be a coin flip too, and that was actually close. It was a five-setter for sure. Uh, were you surprised by anything in how that, that match went? Obviously the first set especially was crazy, because mm-hmm. yeah. K was up 5-1, then slipped to 5-6, then won in a tiebreak. But after that, I mean, overall, what were your impressions from that match? You've seen them play before. Uh, I don't think Kay's, Kay's never beaten Roger at a slam. No, so it's actually
3: first time they played.
0: At a slam. At oh wow, slam. okay, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize it. I knew, yeah. I couldn't remember any, but yeah.
3: Yeah, that's right. And uh yeah, of course I was very surprised to see Roger, you know, uh beating up uh Burdich that easily. Yeah. But I didn't see that you know, quality match come again. I mean it might be tough for Roger to play that kind of a good match back-to-back, back, considering the fact that he yeah. just came back from that injuries.
0: And when he went down 5-1 in the first set, that was my thought. Okay, here's the mm-hmm. letdown against Kay. It, yes. it felt normal. Yeah, yeah.
3: but actually, of, uh, eventually, Kay got that first set, but uh, uh, in a tiebreaker... But uh, at the press conference, Kay said uh, he kinda regretted that, that uh, first set because he should have finished that set with yeah. like a 6-2 or something. So uh, when uh, Roger came back to 5-5 five, five or something, uh, that time Kay felt like a s- sort of pressure. So. Actually, eventually, K got that first, uh, he won the first set, but uh, that is kind of like a turning point, I think.
0: Yeah, and just last thing on K, because what what is the sort of optimism uh, in Mm -hmm. Japan about K being able to take a next step and win? I mean, he hasn't won a Masters yet, so we could say Masters Mm -hmm. or um, a Grand Slam or get his ranking even higher. I think his career has four. Four, So if you get higher higher than that, because I think some people I saw on Twitter saying today, They were worried. They they like K, but they were worried that he's sort of going into like a David Ferrer path, <laughs> where he's where he's in the mix, but he just can't break through mm-hmm. and be a contender at that sort of next level. Yeah. What 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 are you, what are your thoughts on that? And I guess what are the sort of Japanese hopes and expectations? And is there yeah. a lot of pressure on him?
3: Yes, of course, uh, he gets a lot of pressure, but uh, uh, he I think he gets also he, he is used to do it, yeah. and he is a kind of a guy who can. Uh, uh, let it go okay. so uh, pressure wise I think it's okay and, and uh, yeah uh, it's actually oh, even in Japan there are uh, like uh, two opinions which says of, of course he can keep improving and one day he can win uh, like a Masters or uh, Grand Slams but the other side uh, somebody would say if he cannot win he cannot make it this year it would ha- be really tough to win uh, slums or something yeah. because, as you know, it uh, a lot of good players, young players like Tsitsipas, yeah. a like, mm-hmm. you know, these players are coming. He's so. part. Of, he's part of
0: this generation that includes him and Ronich and Dimitrov, yeah. Yeah. and they've been sort of referred to as that. Uh, okay, th- thank you very much for all that. Well, get yeah, sort of an outside uh, perspective well, for you, yeah, just well, on this. On this, I know obviously she's K expert. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, just, I, I
4: was watching too. I don't know him as well as you uh, clearly, but. Um, I thought tonight that was encouraging for for one one reason. Looking back at Kay's um, activity at the Australian Open, he'd never won a set in an Australian Open loss ever. Until oh, tonight all So losses, all straight sets okay. losses There were seven of them Dating back to 2009 He'd never <laughs> yeah. won a set So tonight even though he lost I suppose it, it, it was a good one I thought and uh, yeah. So, he, so tonight even though it's you know it's disappointing he's, he's made gains And the other thing that I thought was really revealing Was when he faded in the end of the third set And lost like 12 of the last 14 points He's kind of prone to doing that against a top player Kind of going off the ball quite quickly There's errors and the points were quick And he lost that set really fast But he didn't capitulate in the fourth and I thought it was really impressive how he was able to turn that around when he had absolutely no momentum going into the fourth set. And I really thought
0: the fifth set was, a, a, again, a coin toss. It, it really I was. Thought, thought it was so. decided
4: early. But, I mean, like, yeah, the games were still... I thought some of the highest quality tennis was played in the fifth set. Yeah. So it was, yeah, a loss is a loss, but it's better than 3-3-3. Three, three, and three. Yes,
0: for <laughs> sure. Let's, let's talk about the men's draw in general now. So we've had sort of an awkward point. We're in the quarterfinals, top half, mm-hmm. still fourth round, bottom half. But it's... Big surprise in that we don't have Murray or Djokovic. It's the first time neither of them has been in the in the quarter, made to the quarterfinals since uh, 2007 here at any mm-hmm. slam, 2007 mm-hmm. here. And that's when they were both seeded low enough where they played Nadal and Federer, each of them, yep. in the fourth round. So it hasn't happened for a long time. I'm personally really into it. I think it's great. I'm <laughs> sick of Murray Djokovic finals, especially here. It was the same thing every year, even though this one would have been less. Been more interesting because Murray's number one now. It Would have been a little bit of a different dynamic, mm-hmm. maybe. Totally. I'm happy not to get to see that again. Yes. So a lot of opportunities. What are you sort of most excited for, Aki, in oh, this well. draw? Let's start with you. Okay. In this draw now, with you know, what do, what do you what do you see in this men's draw that you you're excited about?
3: Uh, so far the biggest uh, storyline for me it's um, Misha, the yeah, yeah. Misha Tsvetlev beating. Uh, Andy Murray, because uh, I interviewed. I, I, I got the opportunity to talk to him after he beat uh, Isner, which is yeah. second round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did talk to him and uh, I asked him some questions about his family and uh, not only uh, his brother Sasha, but his f- mom and uh, dad and, uh, yeah. and they are o-
0: both players. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, and also their family stories and stuff. So I got really impressed with his background and uh, the things he has gone through, his injuries and, uh, you know, supporting his brother. Yeah. So uh, i think quite...
0: He, do you think he can beat Federer? Let's, let's, I mean, it's a good story, <laughs> but can he win some more? I think, I mean, I was at a match the two of them played. It was very memorable for me. Cause it was the only ATP double bagel I ever yes, went to. I, I and it was it was in HALA in I 2013. At, yeah, be, <laughs> yeah, and it was... 6060 in 39 minutes. I've never seen that quick. It Almost. was the um, shortest thing I've ever seen. It was on grass, <laughs> and Zverev was terrible. But he was also like weirdly not super. It was a quarterfinal, so it wasn't like a first mm. round. It was mm. a quarterfinal in so Hala. Had some matches
4: under his and match. I don't know
0: if you were there because you you come to Hala a lot. You, I, mean, I don't know if Kay Just was there. Couple
4: of times. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Okay, maybe you weren't there that year, but. Um, yeah, it was it was shocking, and <laughs> and it, it just he didn't seem like he had a lot of fire. And then afterwards, he was like, oh, "I'm such a big fan of Roger. I just, just so cool being out there with Roger. It's like you lost love and love in your home country on TV and stuff. It's on YouTube now. This is embarrassing." But uh, but yeah, so I I think it's a really good matchup for Roger. I'll put it that way. I think Roger got after having a very hard draw, which was gonna, was set to get even harder. Now I think things have broken Roger's way, and I'm thinking that Roger could win this tournament. Which I wouldn't have said when the draw came out at all. But I didn't I thought that him surviving both Nisha and Burdich was tough and then Murray. I didn't see Murray having any trouble before the quarterfinal. No. So I didn't see Murray losing before the quarterfinal at all. Maybe the, I would have thought if it was gonna be anybody, I thought maybe that query could do it again. But Query started that match really good and then he like remembered or like he was like he really believed he could win and then he found out he couldn't. And he it was over. But oh Sam. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I think Murray I think Federer can His semi is against the winner of Vavrinka Sanga. Mm -hmm. I don't think either of them is unbeatable for him. The last time he played Vavrinka at a slam was the semis of the 2015 US Open, and he beat him pretty easily Mm. in that semi there. It's kind of a forgotten match, but that was not close. I think it was straight It is, but it was, was, yeah. (laughs) To set (laughs) up playing uh, Droitkovic in the final, which was a great final Mm. uh, there. So I I don't know. I think Federer might be my pick to win this tournament now. Do you, you, you're having a shock face I, I am having
4: a shock face um, who, present, look, an,
0: present an alternative opinion okay
4: I think he beats Zverev Yeah, just because I think Zverev obviously played his match today and yeah. anything's bonus for him so he might have lose a little bit of intensity yeah. And that could be, maybe, I think that could be a blowout yes yeah. and he also said on court after he beat Murray today that like it would be a dream to play Federer he didn't know his opponent at that time um, so it would have been
0: a dream to play K2
4: I'm yes. sure <laughs> <laughs> it would have been just fine but uh, okay uh, my sneaking suspicion though is that Stan gets through to the final and the reason I say that is because Stan seems to be one of those players that every time he's won a major he's always had a really tough match that he's gotten through and it's loosened him up Cleezon. and getting through the Cleezan matches, yeah. like he's got a second life and he's playing really freely now I don't think he's anywhere near as uh, what's the word like deferential reverential to Federer now not playing yeah. the second fiddle yeah. Swiss player words, yeah. yeah he's um he has beaten him at a slam a couple of times now hasn't he he's beaten him at Roland Garros was there another slam that he did it? I think just Roland Garros just but, Roland Garros. Him, but, but he, he can do it yes yeah. and he's and he's done it he's done it elsewhere now so I think that with a lot of his performances since the Cleezanne match, he's, um, he's looked better and better. He's won here before. He's got major winning experience. He's he won confident. the last major
0: at the US Open. He
4: did. And yeah. I just think, I don't know, I just think fitter and more we'll match-tough than Federer if they come up against each other, it won't be a new or overawing experience for Stan. And, um, yeah, I think Stan would get through that if that happens. I think he beats Songa. And then
0: yeah, I think if it's Federer makes the final. So your top half pick from the top half, Aki, who do you have? So 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 top half is right here. So it's Zvera, Federer, and then Vavrinka, Sanga. Who do you think makes the makes final? this final?
3: Um, Roger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, don't ask me why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's fine. No reason needed. Let's go to the bottom half now, and the bottom half is. Pretty crazy and crazy mm. as in wide open. It as in I am a WTA field. Un- it, it? A very There's WTA a feel. lot of players that could do well here. Yeah. So my pick to start off, I'll go first. My pick, which I'm actually weirdly confident about for this bottom half, is Grigor Dimitrov. Yeah, me too. I think Grigor has a great draw. Um he gets Istaman next to Istaman's gotta run out of gas oh, soon. Absolutely. I was amazed he'd be Kraniobusa, yes. actually. I was amazed after his win over Djokovic, he could back that up. And another five-setter, and Dimitrov just looks so good. Mm. I mean, against Gasquet, who he's one and four against, he just dismantled him in easy straights. Really um, attacking well with the forehand. Golfan in is way. interesting. Golfan could screw this up for me, theoretically. <laughs> I'm not worried about team. Team, I think, is kind of out of gas. And I don't know if I've ever seen team and Dimitrov play, now that I think of it. But it'd no, also be another stylistically
4: yeah, quite nice matchup. More wouldn't one it? hand backhands yeah. and stuff. So Very I think it's classic. fun
0: matches. But I think Grigor has an edge. I think Grigor beat Team in uh, Brisbane actually. Yes, uh, he did. So just this year. And, and then of the top ten. Wins and then if Ronich, 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 Ronich was looking better. I'd be more bullish on him. But he, I've heard, is like sick and has the flu. He could possibly lose to Batista. So I wouldn't be shocked about that. And then Nadal, I just don't trust. I said this in really? the in the draw okay. preview show with Courtney. That. And obviously the draw has gone Nadal's way here. I I, I, I picked him to lose as Zverev, and he already survived to, to mm-hmm. Alex, Alexander's Zverev, Alex Zverev yep. Sasha. I get so many tweets when I was tweeting about the match saying, Sasha Zverev, you know, up two sets to one on Nadal. People are like, no, 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 no. This is Alex. Sasha is his brother. It's like, no, it's the same. It's the same person. Exactly. exactly. So, um, yeah, so Nadal, I did not really expect to get through that one. Um, I Malfese is never. It's just not reliable to pull off any upset ever. And what's so, his record against Rafa I'm not. not I, I don't know he if he's ever beaten him. Mm, I don't remember him beating him.
4: I don't either. Sorry, no. Yeah, I well, he don't got think. close in Monte Carlo last year, and they split I, those two really tight yeah. sets. But then he it's bombed in the third. It was a final. Yeah. So but he's progressed really. Yeah, um, but, really but kind of I think the, I it, think
0: Nadal been. can do it. I think Nadal is the one. My so if, if if okay, so my pick if I have to make picks here, and assuming Ronich gets a little healthy because everyone, well, I'm, sure, of those I'm sure, I'm sure, a bit of bed yeah. rest. So I think I think Ronich beats Batista, and then Ronich beats Nadal, and then Dimitrov beats Ronich. That's my pick. Yeah. Okay. How do you um, feel about that scenario?
4: I am very aligned with you until we get to the semi-final. So I think Dimitrov comes through. I honestly, it's a coin toss between Team and Goffin. I, I like Goffin. I like Goffin. Like okay, so who almost them, lost to Riley Opelka first um, round? By yes, the way. that's right. Um, but Dimitrov handles whoever comes out of that fourth round match. I think Raonic beats Bortista. I'm just not sure how sick he is. I mean he's only dropped one set and it can't be that bad. Yeah. And um and then Nadal beats Monfils, I think Rounich beats Nadal in yep. the quarterfinal. And then you have And then I would so it would be Raonic, Dimitrov, in the semis. I think Raonic was. I think that. it's a good head
0: to head for Dimitrov, is my only thought. I think I remember okay. that being best. so
4: I just think in terms yeah. of big match experience and kind of like career progression, Raonic is like the one that's kind of rounding into it's he's less prime. complicated. Grigor's, yeah.
0: Grigor Grigor's in a good headspace right now, but I mm-hmm. feel like he can meander. Raonic is stable. Yeah. Aki. Your thoughts?
4: You know, uh,
3: I was thinking about Dimitrov picking mm-hmm. for uh, this uh, top half, uh, it's a bottom half, bottom yeah. half sorry. Yeah. But um, seems like it's not interesting anymore <laughs> since you pick, <laughs> 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 pick Dimitrov. So I would say as an Asian, I would pick Istamin. Okay. Because <laughs> he is the one who won the uh, Asian, Asian wild card tournament. Wildcard. Okay, yes. Istamin to the final? Yes. <laughs> and loyalty to your country. Your yeah, continent. sure. Yeah. It's an uh, Asian Pacific grandson. I watched South, that final because he was
0: playing Ducky Lee in the final. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who I had gone to Korea and survey. So I was up watching that final, mm-hmm. and Ducky had a couple break points in the first set and then lost like 6-1 in the second. But didn't he save a match point en route? Like in it was at the, the semifinal? He, played, he saved four match points in the semis. Who was this that Indi- the Indian, Yeah, oh, this Indian guy right. named, yes. who I've never heard of, named Prajnesh Gunaswaran. Okay. Are you
3: sure the pronunciation is right? No, I'm
0: <laughs> uh-huh. not sure at all. But so he should but Prajnesh, to even be But if he converted one of those four match points, could have saved Djokovic's ass. Mm. So the the fact, the fact the fact that Prajnesh is the one who controlled it's Djokovic's It's butterfly effect. It's moments, very it? butterfly effect. It's yeah. crazy. Okay, let's go to the ladies. All right. Oh. Ladies let's get on. information. formation. Um, we haven't talked this just happened before Coco Vandeweghe crushing Garb, uh, not Garbine, uh, She gets Garbine next. She crushed Angelie Kerber mm. six two six three. We were talking about this before. I saw this coming from a mile away. I really thought that whoever won that Bouchard Vandewey match was going mm-hmm. to beat Jeannie. I'm uh, sorry. It was, was mi- mixing Nova. up all these names. Whoever won Bouchard Vandewey would beat Kerber, and it was possible that Christina Plitzkova could also beat her. Kerber yeah. looked bad in the first two rounds. It hasn't been inspiring this year, and Vandewey just mopped the floor with her. Mm. It was ugly. It was thirty winners to seven. Coco was untroubled, unfazed, and doing her classic Coco thing, where she acts like she's supposed to win all the time. Um, but she's still a 35 ranked player, yeah. being number one, two, and three. It's it was it should be shocking. It should be more shocking than it is. I'm not shocked, but it's not I don't shocking. Know. Maybe I I thought that Kerber
4: might win this one purely because Vanderway had her great result against Bouchard, and she's so streaky. It, backing, backing, it backing it up, up she's yeah. not had a great history of doing that. But tonight, she just looked. She didn't look troubled at all. It was um, it was a very clean match. Shockingly shocking the partner. routine. Yeah, and she kind of did everything. She keeps talking about how she picked her spots, and she kind of talked about like how she expected it. She'd hit the ball there, and it would go for a winner, and she just kind of had a clarity about the way she played on the court tonight that, yeah, I'm going to serve big, I'm going to smack my backhand here, and she just pulled it off. and
0: Keeps it simple. Yeah, and she her, kept and her, it really simple. Her ground strokes have improved so much since the beginning of her career yeah. when she was really all-served, and she has gotten that together. Her uh, backhand's really much it's better really now. Solid. And just yeah. her court sense, she plays... Pretty smart, even though she has a, a game that where she makes a lot of misses. It's high risk a lot of times, but it's very she, athletic too. She played a fantastic forehand winner down the line on the full stretch. She that was great. much like she's she's moving great. Yes, yeah, so she she, she, had,
3: she has a very good gene from yeah. her parents. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So she's doing well. She's a. Um, a polarizing figure, let's say, in the in the press room and beyond uh, on Twitter, uh, she rubs a lot of people the wrong way with her with her celebrations. I think, celebration. I think it's fair to say arrogance. I think she would probably own up to that word if, if asked about it directly. Although mm-hmm. she not, doesn't own up to that much when asked directly about it, so we'll see. I'm not really sure. I think that she's. If she, I don't think she can get past Muguruza, I think her tournament ends here. I think Muguruza does what what, what Van does better. Being in terms of just getting first strike balls. Mm-hmm. And Muguruza's look great. Muguruza, I think, is the most improved player in terms of someone who, I mean, she won a Grand Slam last year, so that sounds ridiculous, but who started 2017 really refreshed and really mm-hmm. hitting reset. Oh, just p- speaking of Vandway, because um said, when I said, you know, how do you rebound from losses, and she said, oh, was a new year. Coco Vandeweghe lost to number 101 Yingying Duan mm. 6-3, 6 or something in It was in a terrible loss in Sydney. It was a and terrible she, loss. she was
4: angry, and she wasn't in a great headspace by the looks. She so, trashed a racket. So it's it it's, it's
0: amazing for her to be able to shake that off. Yeah. as, as it's her, her ability, and a really good way, to delude herself into thinking that she's invincible just works. And it's enviable and a bit scary. Uh, other, other quarterfinals, Venus Williams, who has had a very easy path mm. to this uh, quarterfinal, beating, I think, a bunch of players, barely ranked 100, if that, uh, in Kozlova might be the highest-ranked opponent she had. Yeah. And Bartel's then,
4: ranking is misleading, though. Bartel, Bartel's good. She
0: plays well here. That was a tough mm. one. I thought Bartel mm. could possibly beat her there. But uh, Venus is through, and her draw stays not that tough, in, on paper anyway, no. with with Pavlyuchenkova, uh, who beat Kuznetsova. But I, I think that's a coin flip match. I think mm. peak paths, we're seeing yeah. peak paths. I have a lot of respect for... For her game and what she does out there, she and, played great in Sydney. Yeah. Um, she beat Kuznetsova
4: there as well, oh, and yeah. um, and also beat Sam Stosur. She had some. She played b- both of those wins that came in straight sets. Um, she's had a really good Australian summer. So um, that actually could be really tough for Venus. And I know Venus's health is obviously from match to match is a little bit of a And, she's, and she's not saying
0: the elbow isn't a problem, mm. which was why she pulled out of Auckland and pulled out doubles here. Although mm. I never understood why she entered doubles here. They were never going to play doubles. <laughs> uh, but my pick to make the final from this half is Muguruza. I think Muguruza beats Venus. Or yeah. actually uh, Venus, but Pablo Junko wouldn't mm. shock me either. Not confident on that one, but Muguruza to the final, I'm pretty confident in. Okay. Aki?
3: Yes. Uh, again, my pick is not funny at all, but uh, yeah, Mugulusa and yeah. Uh, Venus. And to be honest, I didn't see that uh, the match between uh, Van der Wei and uh, Kerber mm-hmm. because uh, a lot of K- things K- was yeah was going so. on. Yeah, of and, uh, K and Roger's pressure. But uh, I talked to you know since Kerber has a uh, contract with Yonex, uh, I talked uh, some Yonex guy about how she. Feels now and how, you know what kind of mood she is in, and uh, uh, many people say she is really uh, Angelique is really nervous this time. She mm. seems like she has been under a lot of pressure, so I kind of see this coming. And uh, yeah, uh, I personally I really like Angelique, so it's a, a little bit sad. But uh, yeah, uh, seems like Coco played really good. She did. Yep.
0: Mm. She did, like I said, that was not that match was not close. Mm. It really, I can't. It was, it was actually reminded me a little bit of in terms of number one beatdown what Muguruza did to Serena out of nowhere at the French Open yeah. in 2014
1: when it, she beat yeah, her two in, and two in the, the, the in second, the second round. round.
0: It was like that. That was more. No one saw that coming. This no. one, this one, you could have prepared for. Yeah, definitely. And so it just happened emphatically. The do one you, reservation, do you, do you, you, the
4: one reservation I have about Muguruza is she hasn't really. She's had a similar draw to um, Venus. She hasn't really played anybody of great she's come through against Irakovic, Crawford, Sevastova and Sestades. Well I mean actually. yeah I mean, that was not a bad that's match. That's not that's not a that's not a no, really right. tough draw but then again in her defence she has she hasn't dropped a set and she's gotten she's improved with each one like at the score was what was it 2 and 3 yeah. something like that so and but now that she's in the quarterfinals, she must be feeling good about her game again. I so
0: yeah. I think the confidence is back. So.
4: Definitely, she looks. Are you taking her short. to the final? Yeah, I or reckon Venus? Muguruza and Venus in the semis. Because and the, I think Muguruza makes. Because the, the one final. thing I was going to
0: say, we talked about this being sort of a throwback tournament we had when we talked about like there being a JJ Kuznetsov third round. And I was which saying was to you earlier that I really was unhappy that we didn't get sveta Venus in the quarterfinals. but so we had a, we have a chance of this tournament still to get a redux of Wimbledon 2008, which would be Federer and Adal final. And Venus Maybe Serena, Serena. Those are both still in play. They are on the cards, and so they and are on closer. the cards. But this bottom women's half, uh, Serena has a very tough path here. I think. Mm. Uh, Stritzeva, This will be most of you will probably listen to this after the mat, that mat, After that match happens because it's first up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But if Stritzeva junk balls well, she could cause Serena. If Serena is not good, mm. she can be in trouble um, because Serena had such a Serena came out so hot in her first two matches, which she had to. To get through Benecchi and Safarova, a, a, a letdown. Performance? Yeah, she wasn't mm-hmm. great. At the finish against Gibbs, she was okay, but she didn't. She knew she didn't have to be great against Gibbs, mm-hmm. honestly. Peak um, Strizhova P- could give her problems. I'm not sure that'll happen, mm-hmm. but it could. But then. Conta is like this juggernaut suddenly. I'm loving
4: Conta, this tournament. Explain your love. My love? Well, because I worked at the Sydney tournament last yeah. week, so I got to watch all of her matches. I saw her first round against Roddy Inova. That was actually her least impressive one. She got a bit tight at the end on an outside court, and she didn't look that great. But Which it was still straight Inova? sets Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, once she got past that match, she was she was unstoppable. So now she's progressed to the fourth round here. She's won eight matches in a row without dropping a set. Her level against Bouchard and Radwanska in the last two rounds in Sydney amazing. was incredible. She was a machine. She held Aga. Yes, she did. And then she continued that against Wozniacki. She was so impressive. Yeah, six three and, six one. 6-3, 6-1. Oh, it was amazing. So, yeah, no, she's been fantastic. I think, I would imagine that Serena and Conta would get through those fourth round matches and play but Serena has such a history of elevating her game when she comes. So she'll come into that quarterfinal knowing that Conta's the in-form player that everyone's talking up is on fire. Serena will love to put her in her place. She's yeah. made a career of doing that. Yeah. So I, I actually see Serena coming through that semifinal. I don't think she'll have trouble with Strutseva. And if she came against, came up against Conta, that's prime opportunity for Serena in a quarterfinal to you know,
0: yeah. I, demolish it. I think I, I, I'm listening to you and you're making a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I'll agree with that. And then to look ahead for me, I think that Pliskova gets through the rest of this quarter very easily, actually, okay. after a big scare against Ostapenko last night, which was yes. crazy that match. She was down 5-2 in the third set and uh, won at 10-8, and mm-hmm. Ostapenko got tight. It was, ama- it was The whole thing was amazing, because Ostapenko oh. was so great afterwards, and like impressed was like, smiling and so happy, <laughs> and she was talking to Pliskova. Actually, let's put in some audio. Of Pliskova talking about Ostapenko talking mm. to her in, in the, the locker, locker room, room, which was remarkable.
3: You said that um, you had a nice handshake at the net with with Elena, and you said that you guys were talking in the locker room before this. So,
5: I mean, I was so surprised. She was amazing. She just came to me and told me that, yeah, I was so tight when it was five two in the third. I was like, yeah, I know, I saw it. But so, and we normally like talk about the things what happened in the third set. So I said, like, you played really well, but. Uh, till the last, um, you know, the 5-2, then she did a few mistakes. But it's tough to play like this, the whole match, so I was just waiting for this chance, and, uh, and I was saying, yeah, I remember the match from Cincinnati, but you are not playing like this at all, so what happened to you today? Yeah, so she improved a lot, and uh, yeah, she said there she was playing really bad. I was playing obviously better in Cincinnati a little bit, and I think she felt her game today really well.
0: She, she seemed really, she was in for press already and seemed really happy. Yeah, I just th- lost are you re- re- surprised by that too losing actually
5: yes because she was so close to win and she really was playing well it was not like that she would be struggling with her game or something but uh, so yeah but if she takes it like, like this it's it's a really good thing for her I think she can still move like this even with uh, with the loss that she lost the match I think it's it's good that she can still take it positive like she did Last I was surprised
0: yeah so I see Pliskova getting to the semis. And I want a big throwdown with Serena. I think it'll be a la... I'm going to invoke a big, big pie bar to set here. 2005 Australian Open against Sharapova in the semis. One of the best matches of all time it in WK excellent. history. When Serena was coming back for revenge after two losses to Sharapova in 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just a throwdown semi. I That's where my hopes are for that match. I... Picked Pliskova pre-tournament, but Serena's impressed me, but I'll stick with Pliskova, I guess. Mm. Uh, because is my pick. I had a Pliskova Muguruza final when I pre-tournament, so I'm happy oh. with how that's working out so Thank far. Um, how about you, Aki? What do you make of this whole this okay, whole bottom uh, half? First
3: of all, I have a question for you, Ben. Yeah? Uh, tell me something about this girl. Jennifer yes. Brady!
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, we haven't mentioned Jennifer Brady yet. Jennifer Brady, um, it's a big surprise. She's been completely off, not even under radar, just way away from radar, <laughs> never talked about in anything. Uh, and she qualified, and it's been very solid. I mean, her game is very solid, not remarkable necessarily, but she has a big mm-hmm. serve. Um, she's a bit like a Coco Vandeweghe light, maybe game-wise. Mm-hmm. Not as much, you know, maybe more solid, less erratic, wild strokes sometimes. Big serve, sets up points, puts one in the forehand. Uh, she... Did a really good job beating Vesnina pretty cleanly, and she can it just is. hit. She can hit 100%. through players, and so there's gonna, the balls are going to take a punishing in that match between Brady and Lucic Baroni. How good is I'm, that story? Lucic, Lucic Baroni is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it is amazing that she is. Yeah, 19 years since she last won a match here. She's yeah. into the fourth round. I think people expect her to make the quarterfinals to beat uh, Brady. Yeah, you uh, so. so it's it's really remarkable, and it's it's pretty cool. And it, she goes again with the vintage sort of um, uh, Serena Venus, you know. Uh, Federer and Nadal. She's yes. uh, even before that. She's the late nineties emergence. She's, yeah, exactly. but that's when Venus was coming yes. up. And I was like, I asked Venus today, and she didn't have a. Venus and Lucic was meant to be a rivalry back it when was. they were both teenagers. Yeah, it was for sure. Them and Hingis and Kornikova mm. was in that group for sure. And Serena, Alexandra Stevenson was yes. in that group. So it was crazy times. Uh, yeah. So okay. So so your pick, if you have one.
3: Okay. Uh, so this. Serena uh, Strikova uh, definitely ser- uh, Serena. Okay. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, Strykova. You, you don't know which Strikova comes out. That's but, true. Uh, could, that could be one in one That could be one and one, yeah, one, yeah. and one. Uh, today, I watched her playing doubles because uh, Mirza and Strikova that pair, plays against the Japanese doubles team. And uh, Strikova she played horribly. <laughs> <laughs> they win? So, uh, Japanese... Pair one. Oh, I didn't know they. Wow. Were oh yes, no, I know. I heard of yeah, yeah. it. I completely missed it.
0: Merseyside. Yeah. And yeah. another
3: Asian oh,
0: achievement.
4: Wow. <laughs> anyway,
0: which team?
3: So, uh, Hozumi Kato.
4: Okay. Maybe Barbara got her all
0: of her bad shots out of her system in the doubles and then she might come out. Both so Hingis, because Hingis and Vanderway speaking of doubles, Hingis and Vanderway oh, yeah. went out uh, to Bart and Delacqua in a nuts match. Uh, yes. It was, <laughs> it was I very exciting you're, you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great to see Casey and, and Ash both back at it. And Ash, we didn't In front mentioned.
4: of 10,000 people on High Sense Arena. HiSense. It was
0: absolutely oh. packed. Probably helped by the fact they were
4: playing Hingis, but Barty yeah. and Delacqua are a very popular duo here and have made the final before. And their um, reunion has been a big story because of Ash's time away from the game in case he's concussion. Yeah, so I, put, been I, put, I
0: put like great comeback it was like Barty, parenthesis, cricket, the lockaway, <laughs> concussion. It, it looked ridiculous. You know, the but, best i would say, but yeah, um, yeah. very different. Yeah, so, um, so, okay, so back to you, sorry. Oh, okay. So back to you. So Serena, so you have with Strzeva.
4: And um,
3: in the contact, I would pick Konta actually, to win this tournament.
0: Ooh.
3: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Did I go t- too no, far? No, 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 that's fair.
0: She, Kanta is very much on the board fair for winning Kanta, this. I think, I think yeah, Kanta is very much on the board. <clears throat> Kanta can win this tournament. And again, we talked in the draw preview show about sort of coming to grips with Kanta as a top player. because mm-hmm. It seems so out of nowhere yes. still. But yeah. she's there. She's legit. Yeah. She's there. You win Sydney. You look this good first week you're in the conversation to win the tournament. So I think yeah, that's a totally reasonable very pick. she's been
3: consistent for not only for this tournament, but the past couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. She doesn't have bad losses,
4: really, very no. much at all. Yeah. Do we dismiss Makarova, who has an excellent record here? This is the sixth year in a row that she's made the fourth round, and she's gone further before. Yeah, Great win against Sybil Kova in a very, very high-quality match, I thought. Yeah. Um, she looked great there, because the way Domi came back in the second set, I thought Makarova was, was toast, toast yeah. in the third set, and she... I don't think right it'll be easy. Ship. I don't think
0: it'll be easy, and I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen enough content. They played last year, remember, and it was eight six in the in the third set. Okay, right here, yeah, that's right. And Kanta won it. And the thing, the great stat, the great Makarova stat is mm-hmm. that she's great in the cities that end in Bourne, in <laughs> Melbourne <laughs> and, and Eastbourne. Eastbourne. Those are Which her, is where those are her two did. great cities. Yeah, yeah, right. And yeah. but Konta has beaten her three times. In the Bournes, once in Melbourne, I think twice in Eastbourne. Yes. Bourne. So she's like uh, she beats Makarova <laughs> at her peak Makarovinness. So I think that Kanta, oh, then she's I, home. yeah, I think that Kanta's home. Okay. Uh, so this has been great. Uh, any, any? Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, you're not and, finished. Uh, so top half.
3: And uh, to be honest, I didn't. I have no idea about this Brady girl. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh,
0: fair.
4: <laughs> I actually saw them so, play in Sydney. She played Mikhail in the first round of qualifying. Okay. Mikhail beat her. I lost only four games mm. and um, yeah, to be honest I, I didn't see that much But you know, can all turn
0: quickly know. I mean I think Brady got a winnable first round match yeah she got a lucky loser in Zanevska which sort of eased her into the tournament but and then she, she got Heather Watson 10-8 in the third I mean it was like a, it was, a, that, was, a, that, was a, that was a fun match yeah. and then Vesnina is probably an unconvincing 14 seed or an mm. unestablished high doesn't you know, made one Wimbledon semi. That's what that yeah. ranking is. But
4: coming off an excellent, like a very consistent season last yeah. year, and, and yeah. a lot of experience too, I'm surprised Vesnina didn't get through that. I yeah. didn't see the match though, so I didn't Lester actually see much. Well. I didn't
0: see too much of it either. Um,
4: we haven't mentioned Dasha. She's the last no. Australian remaining Dasha, in the draw. I feel I need to make Dasha. A mention of Dasha.
0: I, so I was out watching Pliskova Ostapenko, mm-hmm. but I heard Dasha versus Baczynski was a mess.
4: It was a bit of a mess.
0: Um, <laughs> the third set was a bit of a
4: mess. The first two sets actually were quite. Dasha played excellent in the first set, and Baczynski played great in the second. Um, yeah, it was a very, it was an atmospheric match because okay. Dash is very good at bringing she the crowd in. She is so great with energy and crowds. And, and they stuff, love yeah. her. They've, uh, Australian crowds have embraced her. And so... You know.
0: I, I, I just see Dasha as like this sort of like ultimate lightweight antennas. tennis. She's just like, she looks tiny. She jumps up in the air. She just seems like a feather <laughs> out there. And I see Pliskova just mowing through mowing her. Mowing through her. <laughs> yeah, Dasha <laughs> will get a lot of balls back. on like lawnmower. I, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: But um, yeah, look, I am mean, amazing given Gavrilova's form coming into the Australian summer wasn't super convincing, but she's backed up her fourth round yeah, run, which big. is very impressive. Um, so yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, good run for her. Last Aussie standing, but probably, probably Pliskova. Definitely um, Pliskova. All right.
0: So. I'm
5: with
0: you. Pliskova, and then you have Kanta beating yes. Muguruza in your final. I'll have Pliskova beating Muguruza still. But Serena, I think, I mean, I'm not picking Serena. If Serena. Wins this tournament, I will be surprised zero at all. I mean, like, mm-hmm. she's looked good enough to be on track to win it, and it's been impressive. But for her, she's been lately a good player in the opening rounds and has struggled in semis and finals mm. lately. So Which we'll see. Yeah, so thank you very much, you two. Asia Pacific coming together. This is beautiful <laughs> moment for the Australian Open. Um, let's see. Aki, do you know of, is there like, does Kane Shakori have like a theme song or music that goes with him? <laughs> Or just Japanese tennis in general? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this.
3: Same song, okay. Um, Or does he he, like certain
1: J-pop or something? Yeah,
3: yeah, Uh, I remember he named some uh, like a hip hip hop musician, American musician. Okay. Uh, Can you name someone? I can name (laughs) a lot of them, (laughs) Of course. Like, like, uh, Uh, are we talking like a
0: Kanye? M. M Nelly. I don't know.
3: Oh, what what did this say?
0: Nelly. Yeah, I think. Nelly. I'm excited to play Nelly. uh, Okay. I think
3: yeah. K once mentioned he likes
0: Nelly. Yeah. Okay. I'm into Nelly. Let's do (laughs) Nelly. Uh, And we'll say there's a very sportsy song that he does. So we'll do Heart of a Champion. And with that, bye guys. Say goodbye in Australian. (laughs) Say a lot of Mai.
3: Sayonara in Japanese. Yes.
0: And bye. Come on. See you next time. <laughs> Let's
4: go. Ain't no way they can stop me now. Daddy, cause I'm on my way. I can feel my ring coming. It's the blood of a champion. I'm going deep inside my veins. Seems like pride to be running. I'm going to get what I can and more. Even if my blood, my sweat and my tears don't mean nothing. It's the heart of a champion.